welcome to Game Set Match Up, the podcast where we talk everything partnerships, the good, the bad and the ugly. Welcome to Game Set Match Up, the podcast where we discuss all things partnerships. I'm your host, Greg Watts, and I'm joined today by my co-host, Shireen Longley. Please Hello. welcome our guest today, Carrie Paradas, Head of Strategic Partnerships at pioneering loyalty point swapping platform, Swappy. Carrie, hello and welcome. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. Thank you very much for joining us. Well, let's start off with perhaps a, a bit more about you. Maybe you could tell our listeners a little bit more about who you are, your background, your current role at Swappy, and I'm quite curious to know how does it compare to Harvey Nicks, the you know the the, the high bastions of fashion. Absolutely. So, like I said, I'm Carrie Paradise. I'm the head of strategic partnerships and growth here at Swappy. So I've been with the business for about six <coughs> months now, and Previous to that, I was at Harvey Nichols, as you pointed out. I was at Harvey Nichols for three and a half years, and I was looking after the global partnerships across the affiliate and Carlink proposition. Um, very different, I must say, um, being in the retailer world, especially during a pandemic, was a fun, fun time. But yeah, very different being in, in fintech and startup. I think there is a huge thrill to it. There is that opportunity, you know, to grow and own something very special. So. Yeah, I learned so much at Having Nichols, but definitely I'm super excited to be in my ride with Swappy. Previous to Having Nichols, I was at AWIN, which is an affiliate agency. So I was there kind of looking around the affiliate strategy and working really closely with retailers. So I worked with retailers like the Shop Direct Group, Boots. So yeah, my whole life really, I've been around the partnership industry and, and really have focus and overall growth of businesses. And I really wanted to ask, because I know our listeners will be keen to hear, what made you decide you wanted to create a career creating partnerships? And linked to that also, because we often get asked this question ourselves, what's your definition of a business partnership? Yeah, sure. So I think this can be a bit cliche, but I think what made me go into partnerships is, you know, I'm a people person. I Mm -hmm. really, you know, enjoy meeting different people. I really get the thrill out of, you know, creating new relationships. I'm originally from South America, but my parents are Italian and I grew up in the UK. So there is like quite a lot of things that, you know, makes me very multicultural. So I really love, you know, finding out about different people. So I would say that's what pushed me into it. And then I did my placement year at a affiliate agency called AWIN. And, you know, it was great to see, you know, working across different verticals, different clients, different type of publishers. So, you know, that was definitely what what made it like made my final decision there. I really wanted to be in the partnerships world. And then I guess in terms of what makes it, uh, what's the definition of a partnership, I would say it's a mutual collaboration of which both parties can benefit from. And benefit can be anything, you know, not necessarily revenue or anything like that. It can be, you know, knowledge sharing. It can be leveraging on technology. So it can be anything. I think a partnership is just a mutual collaboration to me. I was, as you could probably detect, I was quite excited <laughs> and keen to jump in there because I was about to say um, that really resonates with me as well as also as a relationship person, just, you know, getting to know people and then creating a relationship together, which is balanced and equal and just doing stuff together, which can help you to grow. Yeah. Think, and whether that's, you know, in personal life or work life, I think it, that just makes a great deal of sense. I mean, if, for what it's worth, my my thinking around partnerships is that they have to be equal. I don't subscribe to the concept of buyer and seller. 
I subscribe mm. to, to partners because I think buyer and seller could denote that one has more power over the other. Whereas in my humble experience, the best partnerships are truly equal. What, what do you think? Yeah, absolutely agreed. I think it's a very interesting concept and, and that's how mm. I always have sort of conducted business as well. So, you know, when being on retailer side or being at Harvey Nichols, a luxury retailer, I get, I think for me, all of the partners that we had, you know, were, were equal to myself and now being on the other side, that's worked actually really well for me because, you know, I've built such a great relationship that now when perhaps we can help each other in a different way, I still have those relationships to go to. Yeah, it's, I couldn't agree more with that. I mean, but, and, and that actually leads on to looking at Swappy. What would you say makes for a gold star partnership, if I can call it that? And, and how do you go about creating them? Yeah, I think for a gold star partnership, I think the first thing is, is being open. I think that is something that is so key when you go, you know, into a conversation to create a partnership. I think, you know, we all have predeception. We all have sort of like objectives of what we want to get out of something. But I have found, you know, when I have gone into a conversation very much open-minded, that's how I found the best ideas, actually. So I think that would be one of the first things. Um, The second would be do your research on both sides. So I think going back again with my experience from a retailer perspective, I was also always, you know, doing my research on the partner's that we were talking to, but also put in as equal effort on educating them on the brand themselves. And then now that I'm on the other side and I'm talking to brands, I do exactly the same thing. So I kind of do my research in terms of, you know, what the retailer, what the brand is trying to achieve and also try and educate them as much as possible on our brand swapping. And then I would say, lastly, I would say perhaps, you know, keep your options open. I think it, it relates back to my first, my first point, but, you know, just keeping diverse and, you know, uh, welcoming new ideas and thinking outside the box. Okay, excellent. And also with, with your answer, I feel like it links into the question I'm about to ask you, what advice would you give to your younger self starting out perhaps the do's and don'ts of partnership creation and development? Yeah, definitely. So I think in terms of do's, I think the main thing here, I would say, is just get yourself out there. So mm-hmm. get networking. I know it sounds cliche, but I've definitely made, you know, some of the best partnerships that I still have now from the start of my career, you know, and, and it's because I've really put myself out there. I really, you know, was interested, even if it wasn't, you know, to add anything onto a meeting, for example, even by just being there and listening, trying to be available for people that were perhaps higher than me. Uh, simply to you know learn as much as possible so I think that's what one of the things the second is you know don't be afraid to reach out so I think when you're starting out your career you know you can be a bit nervous a bit you know Mm -hmm. unsure whether how to reach out what to say etc but I think again you know some of the greatest relationships have come from that specific you know reaching out and just say hey I just want to learn a bit more about you more about your product can we have a catch-up it's as simple as that so yeah, I would say those are the two definitely do. And then don't, I would say definitely don't be afraid to ask questions. Again, the more you know, the more you educate yourself, the more research that you have, you'll be able to, you know, learn so much and then apply this into, into your own career path. I mean, again, that, that really resonates with me with networking. Just put yourself out there, network, mm. say hello, because you, you just never know where a conversation goes, do you? And Absolutely. Just put yourself out there. 
it's yeah no I, I couldn't agree more I feel like a hashtag coming on hashtag get networking <laughs> <laughs> definitely all the events attend yeah take advantage of all of the tools I think that we have especially in this industry you know sorry I think I'm extending myself no but, no no keep going um, yeah, I think um, using all the tools available that we have, you know, we we are really lucky to be in, in an industry that is very much, you know, social. There is a lot of opportunities for you to meet um, lots of different people. So I would say definitely use those tools. Linked to that, very much linked to that. Having created partnerships for a big chunk of your career, arguably all of your career, what are your top tips when it comes to creating high-performing teams and winning cultures, and dare I say it, diverse cultures as well? Yeah, definitely. I think in terms of the team and, you know, how how you build that team that has the same sort of vision as you, I think the main thing that I look at when, you know, we're working on to bring in someone on board would be attitude and personality. So mm-hmm. like I said, you know, my whole career, I have been in partnerships, but it's because I'm passionate about it, passionate about talking to new people and discovering new things. So I think this is one of the key things that, that you know, a personality trait or something specific that the person that you you need and your team needs to have you know an advocate for knowledge and skills can be taught so to me it's more about you know attitude and personality and then secondly I would say the tools available for your team and that also actually relates to my previous answer I think it's very important as a you know leader etc to provide your team with as much training exposure you know, your own time, availability, all of that kind of stuff that will give them the tools to, you know, develop that sort of partnership ethos and that overall strategy when they're trying to build their own partnerships. And then lastly, I would say flexibility. You know, once you found the right person, you've given them the right tools, I think is it's up to them. You know, I really, I have this um, huge trust in the people that I work with. So I think giving them the flexibility to work in their own time, you know, as long as they're delivering what they're expected to deliver, I think, you know, I'm flexible in terms, you know, times, hours, et cetera, all of that kind of stuff. So I think these three things really tie in together very nicely when you're trying to put together, you know, a partnership team and, and also what would create that specific person that, you know, other people would want to partner with. That's such a good summary. I mean, I think I was thinking actually, as you were saying it, that at the heart of any partnership, I guess, whether it's building a a winning team or creating you know, a partnership, you know, with another with another business. At the heart of that has to be trust, because mm. trust has to be there in order for for it to be equitable, you know, for everyone involved. But if the trust isn't there, then it'll probably come unstuck. Um, it's, it's such a good point. It's such a good it's such a good piece of advice. Yeah, definitely. I think it's it's really key for you know whoever you're working with, whether it's internal, external, etc. I think it's very very key that. That you trust, you know who who you're talking to, and and I think by trust, you know that trust is built by the relationship, by you know the information that you share in, etc. So you know I think it actually ties very nicely with all of the other things that we've said. Yes, I, I agree. To be honest, again, I do feel trust communication is very important. Also, it's just basically like a relationship if you think about mm. it. In every day in your everyday life it could be with friends your partner so yeah. I feel like we just got to kind of we do have to treat the business like that also so I definitely do agree with you Carrie about you know having trust in the business as well also just to round us off I've got one more question for you what does the future hold for the business 
when it comes to creating partnerships with each other, what if, um, you know, for example, what will you and, and Swappy be doing differently? Yeah, definitely. So I think, you know, one of the key things that I've seen change in the past, let's say maybe a couple of years, is actually businesses, whether they're big or small, realizing the power of partnerships. Yeah. And I think that is the actual shift that we're going to see. So I was reading some crazy stats actually the other day, and one of them was like 95% of Microsoft's revenue comes from partnerships. So like imagine the power that you have by creating relationships, you know, with retailers, with brands, with other businesses, etc. So I think that's what we see in, you know, businesses are given partnerships the attention they deserve as such. Um, we see a lot more of investment in partnerships themes. We're seeing a lot more tools being developed, like Finder, for example. So tons of different, I think that is the main shift that, that we're seeing. There's a lot of investment, a lot of attention, and actually structural changes as well, especially in the bigger sort of companies as well. They're, they're looking at, you know, huge shift into providing partnerships with their own businesses. And I think the other thing that I've seen as well, even from, from a brand perspective, from a client perspective, they're really interested in collaborating with each other, which mm-hmm. is actually ties me into something that we do in a swappy. We want to be that middle, let's say, enabler. So we create in really fun and uh, campaigns, let's say, to connect different brands from different verticals that you know that they align in terms of values and the customer they want to reach out to, and we connect in them, you know, so they can actually work together and create their own partnership. So I think that's the other thing, you know, there is a lot of there is a huge shift in terms of being open and facilitating partnerships between, you know, retailers themselves, not only B2B, but if they're reaching out to the same consumer, actually, should we share that? Should we reach out to consumers at the same time? So I think that those two things, I, w- I would say, are the major shifts that I'm seeing from my perspective. Oh, I, I couldn't agree more. And and I know I know we're wrapping up, but I, again, you've, you've touched on something which is quite dear to our hearts. I mean, the big P, the pan, you know, the, the pandemic, which we're trying to not talk about so much anymore, but but you know, it did have such a rippling impact across the entire world, and and you know, I guess from from part when it came to creating partnerships, you couldn't shake someone's hand, you couldn't jump on a plane, you couldn't even hold a meeting. So, mm. and I think people yearned when they were at home for more contact as well. And I think you know, business people maybe they were a bit more open to having conversations with the, you know, and maybe if, if I can say there, were, there was something good that came out of the pandemic, maybe one, that was one of those things that perhaps people were more, a bit more open maybe. And then hopefully they, they continue to be open. But what, actually, I know that we said one last question, but if I can ask one really, 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 really last question. Um, I mean, what, what you're doing at Swappy is completely pioneering, completely pioneering. And I wondered whether you could tell us a little bit more about it, because I, I know that our listeners would, would really love to hear more about it, because what you're doing is, is remarkable. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, of course. So, you know, here at Swappy, we are a new loyalty fintech. And so we're a new global loyalty wallet that allows user users to consolidate all of the loyalty cards in one place. And then in future, we'll be able to swap points between different loyalty cards so you can actually get more for your points. At the same time, we've also created our own currency called Swappy Points. So whenever you shop with any of our affiliated retailers, which we have about 500 now, you'll be able to get points on the back of that. And then lastly, we created our own exclusive marketplace. So essentially it's a lifestyle ecosystem of different rewards that users can swap their points for. 
So we've got a range of different things. So anything from sort of gift cards um, to exclusive promotions, access to events, theatre tickets, all of those kind of stuff that, you know, allows the user have that flexibility to the loyalty points. I think um, what we've seen in the market is that, you know, you can earn loyalty points in lots of different places. However, you're not very, the system is not very flexible for you to redeem those loyalty points across different areas of your life. So that's what we're trying to do. You know, we're trying to create a national currency that users can earn and spend anywhere they like. I mean, talk about game changing. (laughs) (laughs) Because I know that you're too, you're not too humble or too modest, but but I was going to say if, what part of 500 retailers is not absolutely incredible? I mean, with Swappy, it really is a case of if you're not on board, you're really not on board. But I was going to just mention four, four companies who aren't currently on, on board, but are at risk, dare I say, of missing the boat. And, and John Lewis, TfL, Pret and Starbucks, we're looking at you. Just um, <laughs> Well, Carrie Paradas, it's been an, an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us on Game Set Matchup. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for joining this week's Game Set Matchup. Tune in to hear more about the need to knows and the do's and don'ts when it comes to creating successful business partnerships.